Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some Protect Your Neck news. Next we'll discuss Amazon's virtual assistant, Alexa's new ability to mimic voices. Then finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local attorney that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. Our first story comes from Computer Weekly. The UK's House of Lords has proposed an amendment to the country's product, security, and telecommunications infrastructure bill that would protect security researchers and ethical hackers from being prosecuted while doing vulnerability testing and security research. This amendment comes on the heels of the U.S. Department of Justice announcing a policy change that it would no longer prosecute researchers who were conducting good-faith research under the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act. Our next story comes from the New York Times. Microsoft is planning to eliminate its face analysis tool. These automated tools could predict a person's gender, age, and emotional state. This week, the company announced that it would remove those features from its artificial intelligence services. This announcement comes after a two-year review by a team of Microsoft employees that have developed a responsible AI standard. We talked repeatedly about the potential harms and issues related to the use of AI and Microsoft taking this step of putting restrictions on facial analysis tools is a very important measure. Paige Thompson, a former Amazon engineer who was accused of stealing customers' personal information from Capital One, was found guilty of wire fraud and hacking charges in federal court. Thompson was charged with violating the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act. However, she was found not guilty of identity theft and access device fraud. So in 2019, Thompson downloaded personal information belonging to more than 100 million Capital One customers. Thompson's attorneys argue that she downloaded this information as an ethical hacker who was attempting to find and report vulnerabilities in Capital One system. The Department of Justice took a different position alleging that Thompson never planned to alert Capital One to the problems that allowed her to gain access to customers' data. And in fact, she even bragged to her friends about the vulnerability. Our final story is an update on the American Data Privacy and Protection Act. The U.S. House Committee on Energy and Commerce formally introduced a bill. The House's Consumer Protection Subcommittee voted to move the bipartisan data privacy bill to the full Energy and Commerce Committee. However, some key lawmakers promised to further refine the bill to resolve two long-standing issues that have often derailed previous efforts to get a federal data privacy law. Those two issues relate to whether the bill should have a private right of action which would give consumers the ability to file lawsuits and sue companies for alleged violations. And the second issue is whether more stringent state laws should be preempted. We will continue to track this bill. We also have some Protect Your Neck news. 
During this segment, we will be talking about current scams you should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as Patch Tuesday and a cyber incident report rolled all into one. According to Bleeping Computer, a new phishing campaign has been targeting U.S. companies in the manufacturing, supply chain, healthcare, and pharmaceutical sectors to steal their Microsoft Office 360 and Outlook credentials. What's interesting about this scheme is that the criminals use fake voicemail notifications to lure victims into opening a malicious HTML attachment. The criminals send a spoof email that contains an HTML attachment that contains a music note character in the name to make it appear that it's actually a sound clip. But instead of a voice message, the attachment takes the victims to a phishing site. So please, please, please stay safe out there. Or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step kid and protect your neck. So now for our main story. Amazon unveiled a new feature for their voice assistant Alexa. This new feature, which is still in development, would allow Alexa to replicate people's voices after only hearing less than a minute of audio. Amazon is framing this new feature as a way to bring back memories of loved ones who have passed. According to Amazon, the aim for Alexa is the ability to adapt to their user's environment and learn new concepts with little external input. But there is already pushback to this new feature. Some experts are arguing that the public could be manipulated with fake audio clips, or this technology could be used by criminals to impersonate someone's voice as part of a fraud scheme. The Washington Post raised some other concerns related to consent. The Alexa feature can be used on the voice of people who are now dead and can no longer give their consent. Along that same line, if you submit audio to Alexa, who owns it? Does Amazon now own this voice? These are all issues that we will have to grapple with as we get more and more technology and AI features. Our final segment today is our Cybersecurity Awards. This week, I have one award that I want to hand out, and it's the Jay-Z, I could have bought a place in Dumbo before it was Dumbo, for like two mil. That same building today is worth 25 million. Guess how I'm feeling? Dumbo award. These are a few bars from Jay-Z's album 444. In the lyrics, he talks about missed opportunities to buy property in a now trendy NYC area because he was focused on spending his money in less sound ways. According to the Department of Justice, many Americans on Facebook were missing out on the opportunity to view housing ads, but not based on anything that they did. Instead, because of an alleged bias in Facebook's algorithm, these users were unable to see these ads based on their race, gender, and zip code. Meta, the parent company of Facebook, has entered into a settlement agreement with the Department of Justice and has agreed to alter its ad technology and pay a penalty resolve claims from the DOJ regarding discrimination. Now Meta will change its ad delivery system to address alleged algorithmic discrimination. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also visit the show's website at nothingaboutyou.com. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.